here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. Here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. Warning. This broadcast of Ohio is on Fire features entertainment and honesty of an intense nature. The opinions and views that are expressed on this episode do not reflect the views of WWSU 106.9 FM or any of its affiliates. Do you have any matches? Try setting it on fire. <laughs> fire, 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 fire. College students that are taking the Tide Pod Challenge, have them take the challenge, then play the University of Alabama, have them play them with no pads on. That way when the kids get hit, they will vomit liquid detergent. Imagine the visual on that. I think that's a wonderful idea. Roll Tide Pod Bowl. Write it down. Alright, the next bowl idea that's being floated out there, it's Star Wars Last Jedi Bowl. Now this will be a great game, but Mark Hamill will be disappointed. Alright, that one person thought it was funny. Some, I have people that walk by the studio and they tell me if they like what they're hearing or not and that, that got an approval. That was funny. Alright, up next we got the Louis C.K. Bowl. What it is, he does a stand-up comedy act at halftime. Then he shows the referee his wiener. And he gets, he, then he gets kicked out of the stadium because that is inappropriate. All Louis C.K., why do you have to do stuff like that? So, um, that's the Louis C.K. Bowl. Up next... We got the NRA Bowl. It, this will feature the Michigan Wolverines. That way, we can now see why it's a bad idea um, to have guns owned by those with mental health issues. Because to play for the Michigan Wolverines, you got to have mental health issues. And they shouldn't own guns either. So that will be a good, good teachable moment to have the NRA Bowl. Um, then we also got Lamb Chop Bowl. Now, there was an old TV show that used to be on PBS when I was a kid called Lamb Chop. Um, but there's going to be a bowl game named after that show, the Lamb Chop Bowl. Um, it'll be the game that never ends. This is the game that never ends. This is the game that never ends. Do, 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 do. You know, anyone that remembers that show when they were, um, five like I was, um, yeah. You'll know that that song, 
I just sung, you'll know what I'm talking about. That may flip over some people's heads, but oh well. Um, another bowl game that's floating out there is the Generation Bowl. Um, and this game would feature millennial football players taking on Gen X football players. Um, the millennials will lose this game and they will blame their loss on the generation before it. And Gen X will blame the baby boomers for their issues. And so forth, and so forth. Because the generation right now blames the one before. It all, it's always that way. So that's the Generation Bowl. Up next um, on this list, and this very special list that I've discovered, um, it is the Podcast Bowl. Um, the QB, the QB on either team, they have to download the next play from iTunes. So that's what the podcast bowl is all about. <laughs> all right. Now up next, we got the Amazon.com bowl. Um, teams are paid 50 percent of all Blu-ray purchases. Click on the ad at midfield. So that's how that works for the Amazon.com bowl. Um, another bowl that's out there is the Red Lobster bowl. Yes, we got all these food sponsors that sponsor bowls. Like the Chick-fil-A bowl, that's a, that's a legit bowl over in Georgia. Well, now we got the Red Lobster Bowl. They're going to get into the game. And the winning team wins a lifetime supply of Cheddar Bay Biscuits. Yeah! Now this I stand for. I want in, Coach. I want to win this game and win that lifetime supply of Cheddar Bay Biscuits and that creamy tartar sauce and um, that fried fish. Oh, oh, oh. oh, that's my Homer Simpson when he thinks of food and he slobbers everywhere. Oh, oh, oh. Alright, and I got one more bowl on this list, and it's the last but greatest idea yet for a bowl game that's not out there. It's the Mr. Cleaner Bowl. Um, the Mr. Cleaner Toilet Bowl. Yes, the worst two teams in all football play each other. The losing team actually wins something. The losing team, to celebrate the fact that they're the worst team in all football, they win a lifetime supply of Mr. Cleaner Toilet Supplies. They get a big bucket of that liquid, they get a mop, a broom, and um, and yeah, the whole nine yards, they win a lifetime supply. Just a reminder that they suck at life and they suck at football. So that, so those are my list of bowls that are not out there right now. Rejected bowl games, if you will. So remember, you heard it here first. These are, these are bowl games. They could happen one day. It is now time for everyone's favorite segment. And yes, I got some good news. It's now got theme music. The theme music is back. It's the Winter Olympics. And what better way for um, to um, to show tribute to the Winter Winter Olympics than to use their theme song to introduce this next segment? I'm talking about a little segment called O M V P, and that stands for Ohio's Most Valuable Pedestrian. Ooh ah, here it is, the music. Yeah. Here's where I chime in. Do 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 Alright, that is enough of that. Yes, that's the theme music to OMVP. Now OMVP goes to an individual or a group of people that is associated with the state of Ohio and they did some very interesting that caught people's eye, something that made people pop, if you will. So, and of course, there's a, there is a backstory to um, talk about OMVP. So let's get to that backstory. This article comes from Cincinnati.com, um, but the and the title of the article is Ohio River Flood, Man Dives In. So, late Tuesday night, which was this past week, just a few days ago, 
Northern Kentucky University student Nick Montag did something that is neither recommended by local health officials nor understood by this newsroom staff. He went for a swim in the Ohio River at Smail Park where it overflowed its banks. And if you haven't seen the video yet, I'll show you the, um, um, I'll play a little bit of clip. This guy, he has no shirt on. Um, he's, look at all that water. There's a lot of water there and he is swimming. Look at him go! Ah, he's doing a backstroke. Oh, it's wonderful. He's backstroking all the way to the Ohio River. And look at him go, 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 go. Yeah, you win the gold medal. Good for you, buddy. So that's him. Um, so what would cause him to do such a thing? Um, he he um, tweeted his thoughts on the whole thing. He said, take a swim in the flooded part of downtown today. I refuse to live a normal life. Well, good for you, Nick Montag. Now back to the article. On Tuesday, the 23-year-old resident of Highland Heights, Kentucky, and former resident of Ohio, donned turquoise swim trunks and announced on Snapchat that he was going to play in the river with his friend Connor Ray, a fellow NKU student holding the camera, Montag dove into the overflowing river just west of the Roebling Bridge. To be honest, I thought to myself, it won't get this high again for a while, so hey, carpe diem, Montag said, when asked what motivated him to dive into the river. Montag described his swimming technique as a combination of backstroke and breaststroke. The water was super cold, but he didn't realize that during times of heavy rainfall, and flooding that raw sewage can be discharged into the river. And this is his quote, I was not aware. That is pretty gross. Yes, yes it is, says this article. Still, he said that he was glad that he dove into the river. He just isn't sure he would do it again. This is a one-time experience. So, Nick Montag, um, you are something else. Um, and there was another article, Cincinnati.com also had a video um, report on this. Let's go ahead and play that. Get that uploaded. But yes, um, I've never done this myself, so I don't know what would encourage someone else to do it. But this is so yeah, this is quite this is something that he did that. Okay, here's the article. Yeah, there was a flood throughout the Cincinnati area, so various places. Was high, had high water levels in the woods, the city, um, sur the suburban neighborhoods. Floods can be very dangerous. But I tell you right now that that did not stop Nick Montag, our new hero. So Nick Montag, it's good that you're still alive. You did not die from the stunt. But let me tell you something, Nick Montag. You are something else. You have won an award for your efforts. For this episode of Ohio is on Fire, Nick Montag, you are O M V P Ohio's most valuable pedestrian. You get a round of applause. I'm clapping because you are amazing. OMVP forever. Move over, Jimmy Kimmel. Step aside, Conan O'Brien. Back off, Stephen Colbert. It's my turn. I'm Mike Shea, and every Tuesday on my show, Mike Talks Funny, I sit down and talk with comedians, actors, film fans, podcasters, anybody willing to get down, get deep, and get dirty. I don't remember the first time I had sex. That was horrible. <laughs> I didn't even finish the first time I had sex. I've tasted what most comics want, and now I have to go back and eat leftovers. You're so brave for wearing that shade of lipstick on stage. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> Think of Last Comic Standing and... 
Mystery Science Theater 3000 had a baby, and that's the show. My online doppelganger is also a, a larger black man. He is uh, Adrian Miller. All the top results are he's a professor. Interviews with great people, not to mention all kinds of awesome new music every show. Hey, this is Don Smith. This is Scotty Mays. Hey, this is Kevin Goatee with Comics Watching Comics. Brought to you by Eventide Entertainment. And we are back live with Ohio is on Fire. I am the host, Daniel Diesel. And on um, a quick note, I am now joined for this segment by the one and only DJ Beauty. She's going to help me with this interview. But say hello, DJ Beauty. Hello. Yes, welcome to the show. We got our guest of the night. They are a band. Um, of course, the storm kept them from being here two weeks ago, but they are back with a vengeance. They are the band Thundertaker from Dane, Ohio. But we got two of the members. We got Parisa and we got Ken Walker, Ohio Ranger. Say hello, you two. Hey, hello. <laughs> Hi. Yes, yeah, so welcome to the show, you guys. Now, Parisa, in this life, since I've known you, I've noticed three things. There's three things that are guaranteed in life. Death, taxes, and your hair changing color. So what's that all about? What's going on with your hair? Um, yes, I love to dye my hair, and it's been through many stages of many colors over the years. Um, I think uh, when we were in class together, it was all blonde. And now the black's kind of grown out again. Yes. <laughs> that... I'm glad you asked the question, though, because we're all trying to figure it out. There's no rhyme or reason to her hair color changing, so it's just um, it's always a surprise. It's a mystery. <laughs> all right. Well, that, well, that solves that. You're doing, Parisa does it herself. Now, there's a four of you in Thundertaker. Um, how do you guys bond? Like, do you guys make music or do you guys travel? You guys do spend a lot of time. How do you guys bond in a positive way? Gosh, I think it's just through, you know, making music together and practicing and just hanging out and having fun. We're all good friends, and okay. um, I think the bonding has just been a natural thing, you know? Okay. Yeah, yeah, we all uh, we all love nerding out uh, over music, and uh, prerequisite to the band is watching uh, School of Rock. <laughs> yes, I love that movie. That's a good movie. Um, so, you, so the four of you were, before starting this band, you guys were good friends, and it's like, hey, let's do a band. Is that what happened? Well, the the three uh, I'm new to the band. I started, oh, you're newer. I joined last year. Okay. Um, just almost a year ago now. But yeah, those three have been together for gosh, what three, four years now, right? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, coming up on four years. Cool. That is awesome. Um, now um, these concerts sometimes um, they go great. Sometimes they go out of control. Um, every once in a while, a fan will take maybe will take it on his own to rush the stage and do something stupid. So I just want to appraise Has there ever been a time during your performances that someone's rushed the stage and gave me a good smack? Just um, really that crazy. We don't have that kind of a crowd. We don't have the mosh crowd. You never been attacked. No I'm, beer bottles. I'm kind of glad. <laughs> we have more of the uh, the rush, kind of like everybody nodding their head in the audience, mouthing to the words. It's <laughs> never been that crazy. High five, sure. Yeah, all day. But we've yes. not done any shows where they have chicken wire in front of the stage. We haven't had to do those yet. So. Oh man. No well, once you. The stage. Well, when you guys make it, that's going to happen. You'll need chicken wire. Um, yeah, but uh, well, that's good to know that you haven't been hurt yet. Now, this band has made two albums. Um, where where were they recorded? And who helped help Who helped you record these albums? Uh, those were recorded at Studio G in Middletown. Cool. Uh, Eric Stewart and Gino Stewart were the uh, producers. At, well, that is awesome. Okay, I, I have heard of them. Um, and now, well, but now, because you guys have a newer album, um, Alternative Universe, which we'll actually play two songs from that track in just a little bit. Um, you had a previous album, and I was just, I was just curious. What was the theme of that album? What were you guys um, going for from the, from your previous album? Uh, yes, I can, 
I can answer that. Yes. Um, we kind of started sticking to this theme. Uh, our first album was kind of space, and we kind of hit this point of like um, discussing themes that were kind of psychological um, based. Uh, talking about not quite SJW uh, topics, but something in that realm. Um, okay. Just kind of raising awareness of different social issues. Um, I like to almost purposefully kind of steer away from topics of like love and heartbreak and relationships. I feel like that's a little yeah um, overdone, and I think there's so much more to talk about. I think we have this platform to, you know, um, you know, if you could tell anybody anything, what would you want them to know? And uh, so yeah, um, I talk a lot about. Uh, let's see. Class warfare. <laughs> yeah. Just kind of like slightly on the political side, not too, not too political, but um, mostly from a social standpoint. Well, yeah, that is excellent. Okay, that helps. Well, yeah, because I just noticed some of the track albums. Yeah, it looked like it was deep conversation within the um, track, uh, the, the, um, the track name. So I was just curious about that. So, that, all right, um, that explains that. Thanks for that, Parisa. I'm just, you guys are called Thundertaker. I really dig that name, so I am now curious. I have to ask this. Are you guys wrestling fans? <laughs> um, not me, no. Are you a wrestling fan? I'm not either. I think Craig and Ryan are both wrestling fans. But, Maybe, because I think Thundertaker, yeah. that rhymes with Undertaker, as in the big WWE superstar. So I was curious if there was a wrestling connection there. Oh, we get that a lot, though. That's oh, sure. yeah. okay. Thundertaker. Well, there are also regular Undertakers where they, um, they help uh, bury dead people, so it is a real occupation. So, um, well, then let me ask you this: Do you guys have any connection with the dead? <coughs> like, what's the story? Do you know the story behind the name? Um, I I do. Uh, I came up with it actually, surprisingly, yes. even though I'm not a fan of wrestling. <laughs> um, it actually it kind of has a nerdier reference. Uh, it's from a strategy card game. Actually. Cool. Okay. And I, I pitched it to the band, and I was like, "Hey, does this sound way too metal?" Um, but I really like the play on words. Um, the card was called The Undertaker. Yes. I was like, hey, that's something we can kind of work with. Our songs kind of have um, maybe a little bit darker, a little bit more uh, gothic, if you will. Um, and I pitched it to them, and it kind of stuck ever since. They were like, oh my gosh, we love it. <laughs> <laughs> and we get we get both sides of that coin. We either get people that really, really love it, or that's like... It's terrible. What is this? <laughs> uh, all right. Well, it is really, but it is a cool name. I think it's cool that the haters out there they can hate all they want. It's Undertaker. Deal with it. <laughs> all right. Cool name. Um, DJ Beauty. Do you have any um, thoughts or any questions for our band? For those who don't know, do you guys do your you do your own music, right? Oh uh, yes. Yeah, we yes. are an original band right. from Dayton, Ohio, and we are hard rock, um, kind of in theatrical rock realm um we'll throw a few covers in the set but for yeah. most, it's almost all original music we are back live with ohio's on fire because i'm with bandmates from thundertaker parisa a good friend of mine we also got ken walker they are two they are half of the band thundertaker the other two they were abducted by aliens so but <laughs> so we wish them well because i am joined by dj beauty she's waving at me so thank you for being on the show everyone uh, we're having a roundtable discussion we'd agreed that we really have a good we want to have a good conversation about something that we care about we're going to talk about the comic book industry because we all love comic books. Chris, I was the former president of the comic book league, and you two love comics. Um, so we're we're going to get into it. So, 
Uh, Ken, I'll start with you. Um, what are your thoughts on the current comic book scene? What do you care about? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> on the current comic book scene? I gotta scene. tell you, I know zero about the current comic book scene. <laughs> but you watch a lot of comic... seen Black Panther yet. Nope. Not yet. You do nope. watch a lot of comic book no, movies. you've been misled, sir. I'm sorry. <laughs> but we, we was going to talk about comic... Well, do you he like does the... love Aquaman. <laughs> Alright, tell, tell us why you love Aquaman. Uh, I just think Aquaman's always gotten a raw deal, man. Everybody thinks he doesn't do anything, but... Uh, I, always thought, I always thought he was a pretty cool guy. I should point out that I think Aquaman gets a lot of um, crap because there was a really awful video game that came out for the PlayStation 2 many years ago. It was considered one of the worst. It was, it was the Aquaman the video game. It was based on him. It was considered one of the worst video games ever made. So maybe that's why people hate on him. And of course, that movie that they came out with him last year, it was, it was pretty good. It was um, So it was... And he he looked cool, so perhaps maybe his name has been reconciled. So yeah, Aquaman should um, you, we should get rid of the hate for Aquaman. I think you're right about that. It's time, Ken. So Prisa, what within comic books? What do you do? You read books? Watch the movies? Um, yes, to both. Um, I I guess my favorite uh, comic book hero, if I had to pick like a lawful good character, um, I would say Blink. From the X-Men series. Okay. Um, mostly because I love her portal gun powers. You could be wow. so lazy with that. <laughs> <laughs> you never have to go anywhere. <laughs> Is there a book that you're reading right now? Um, or recently? Well, actually, I think the most recent... I, I read Scott Pilgrim just a little while ago. <laughs> uh, Scott Pilgrim Saves the World. Uh, oh, yeah. technically in the comic book uh, realm, but a very well, similar graphic novel. Well, well graphic, well, graphic novels are considered comic books, and as long as there's art. So that's yeah, I, I like the movie. I I really want to read the book. I've I've seen the movie, and it was a really pretty kick-ass movie. So I enjoyed that. Um, also, of course, another good comic. <laughs> yes. Um, so DJ Beauty, what are your thoughts on the comic book industry? Do you read it? Lately, the comic book industry has gone downhill. The originals are better. We say originals like the comp like, like the. The comic books that you can go to a comic, uh, go to like a store like The Laughing Ogre, and you can get like original comic books, like the stuff that's still. Some of them are still mint condition, but most of them are older, like the older. The golden age. So you're so the golden age of comics. You're saying those were better stories than yeah. say the new. And I kind of would agree. I I think um, you know I love Batman and Ninja Turtles. And all, it seems like every year there's a new version of these guys. Um, that's something I've complained about to other comic book um, readers in the past. That um, we keep um, revivalizing, um, like we, like even in movies, like Spider-Man, we keep, we've we've brought him back again. This is, we are now on the third carnation of Spider-Man in, in the movie universe. And in Batman, we've had um, four different Batmans in the movie universe. Instead of pushing new comic book stars. We just keep bringing the same back. We keep bringing the same ones back over and over and over again. So, what do you guys think? Are we? Um, she. Um, yeah, DJ B touched up on something. We keep bringing back the ones that are tried and to tried and to true. Um, what do you guys think of um, that? Are, are we are we regurgitating the same ones over and over again? Um. Yeah, I would agree. I I think it's lame. I think we should, you know, let new characters kind of have the limelight. I think there's a lot of good stories that uh, don't get told in the modern Marvel or DC films. Um, I am happy that Miss Marvel's finally going to appear in the movies because I thought that was a good story. 
And that, that's going to be, um, I think that's coming out this summer or next summer. It's going to be Brie Larson's playing Miss Marvel. So I am looking forward to that. Oh, be, that's cool. So that's news. Yeah, so yeah, we are getting new characters. Plus Black Panther. That's the first time he's, there's ever been a comic motion picture movie on him. So we're slowly, um, very slowly, we are um, introducing new characters to the big screen and having all these people buy tickets and introduce to these guys. So that is cool. Um, yeah. I kind of think um, there's gonna, there's a few few movements I would love to see in comic books. Um, one would be new characters besides Batman and Superman. The ones I, I would like to see them go away for a while and have new characters starting um, the films. Also, I would love to see um, there's something called the real life superhero movement in which there are those in the real world, the real world that, that we live in. They go out and fight crime. They, they, they're like, um, they're kind of like bounty hunters. They report crime, they go out and stop it, but they're dressed up in costume. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the real-life superhero movement. I think it's really, no. I think it's really, it's a real thing. They, yes, you can look it up. I'd love to see more movies based on that. Of course, there was Kick-Ass that, that, that came out. That's the only one that I know of that kind of got a story made that was um, based on the real-life superhero movie. The super, superhero, I'm sorry, the real-life superhero movement. But there needs to be more. I think we're just scratching the surface on it. So, um, yeah, DJ Beauty, are you are you aware of the real life superhero movement? A little bit, yeah. A little bit, okay. There's um, another new superhero, Doctor Strange. Yes, yes, they, they, he came out recently. All right. Um, so more about um, comic books. Um, do you guys listen to podcasts that's based on comic books? Carissa, you, I guess you'd be the best one to ask. Um, no, not so much comic. Podcast, uh, per se, but um, do you watch a um, it's that channel? Um, they have a lot of comedy related stuff. AMC, um, yes, they were the same channel that aired Breaking Bad. Is that, is that am I correct? AMC is that correct channel? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. Yes, they have a lot of comic book stuff on there. They have Kevin Smith hosting the show, they've had documentaries where Stan Lee has appeared. So, do you watch any of that stuff? Um, not so much, mostly just on Twitch, but <laughs> just like Twitch streamers. And Twitch. <laughs> yeah, I've heard of Twitch. I've never really watched that much Twitch. What's on Twitch? What's what's that about? Um, mostly in the game, uh, gaming industry. Uh, mostly all video games. Just kind of branch out into other fields. Anything that's related, you know, injustice, all of that. Okay, um, I'll have to check into that because I've heard of Twitch, but I've never really taken a lot of time to check. But they can do, like, themes on different... Uh, okay, cool. Twitch.com. Twitch I'll have to check into that. <laughs> um, well, any more thoughts on the com on the subject of comic books? Because I can't think of anything else. Well, no. Oh, you, go ahead. You can, she can go ahead. Yeah, so, okay, go ahead, Parisa. Oh, I was going to say, not so much. Um, we do have a song called The Antihero. Because uh, I was going to say, I'm not so much for lawful good as we are kind of the rogue characters. That's <laughs> um, cool. Maybe a chaotic neutral. Uh, All right. <laughs> Antiheroes uh, new material that we have, uh, we're getting ready to go into the studio here in the next month. Um, and that's one of the tunes in that batch of songs. Okay, Antihero. Okay, well, I, look, well, I do look forward to that track coming out. Um, and it's, uh, it's all about uh, kind of how no one's right or wrong. There's always kind of, of the morally gray uh, line, obviously, like an anti-hero, you know. All right, now a little, little note on comic books with Parisa. Um, I used to be the president of the Comic Book League, which is right here at Wright State University on campus. I have since passed it on to a new leader. Last year, one of the cool things I did, 
Um, we had a special um, stand-up comedy event. The, comedi the comedians that were on the show, they had to do jokes based on comic books. We had twenty perform. We had 21 performers that night, and of course I was the host of the show. And Parisa was in the audience, because I sent invites to all my friends. Parisa um, took it upon herself to be there, so that was really cool. And um, we, had, like, we had a lot of people in, in the audience that night. I think like 40 or 50 people. It was one of the biggest turnouts we ever had for the comic book league. We also were raising money for our league because we had like fundraiser tickets for Jim City Comic Con. Um, and we raised um, $63 that night. So it was a really cool night. Um, and Parisa was there. So thank you for, once again for being there, Parisa. Yeah, yeah, yes, no problem. Being a good friend. Fun. All right. So, um, and yes, I need to check out Black Panther. I um, heard a lot of good things about it. I haven't watched it yet. I'll try to maybe tomorrow afternoon before, because um, I, I still go, every once in a while I still go to league meetings, even though I'm not the president. So I will be there tomorrow night and we'll have a good discussion on um, Black Panther, hopefully. So, um, other things before you guys leave us tonight, there's some few things, few other things we can discuss. Um, but you got um, Alternative Universe, that is out now on your band camp. Um, you guys perform live concerts. Um, talk about your upcoming shows that people can check you out at. We are playing Friday at uh, Urban Artifact in Cincinnati. This Friday. A really cool venue uh, in uh, north, north side of Cincinnati. Yes. Um, that's February 23rd. A couple of great bands with us, too. The Motel Faces from Cincinnati and Salvador Ross. I've, yes, I've heard. Dayton. Cool. Um, so that's coming up. Uh, we're playing in Columbus on March 9th at Victory's Live. Yeah. It's conversion delay. So that okay. should be a really, really fun show for us. Yeah. Um, Madison Live in, uh, down in Kentucky. Yes. Um, that's coming up on March 17th. So those are the next three shows we have coming up. Okay. Um, where for um, for websites, where can fans find Where are you guys most active at based on the websites fans can find you at? Where where can you be found? We are at thundertakerband.com. Okay. And then we're also on Facebook. Yes, I, I got the Facebook feed. It's facebook.com slash thundertakerband. So fans at home, um, do a search for that and you'll get to their Facebook page. Um, of course, so Parisa and Ken were here tonight. There are two other bandmates that are in. They couldn't be here tonight. And we got Ryan Paulkick. Uh, he's the bass player for the band. And we got Greg Bishop, who is on drums. So we're saying hello to you guys if you are listening or if you're in outer space still being kidnapped by the aliens. So hello. Um, is there anything else you guys wish to talk about before you guys leave tonight? Any shout-outs or any thoughts? Branch out, branch out of uh, in the regional area. Yes, you know, check food. them. They're on tour yes. now. Yes, visit uh, them. You can find our album, uh, Alternate Universe, uh, yes. that just came out. Please find it at a show. Um, and we're back in Dayton on April sixth, opening for our yes. our, our good friend Stella's Demise. Uh, is releasing a, a new CD, so we're going to be playing at their release party at Oscars. That's April sixth. Well, excellent. I will try to catch that because it's on my to-do list to catch a Undertaker concert. I haven't done it yet. So yes, April 6th. I have that marked. I will try to be there. I'm interested. Awesome. So we'll see. But all right. Well, what, what a good conversation. Parisa and Ken, thank you for being here tonight. Thank you. And Thanks good luck. So thank you. Ah, hello there. My name is Wallace J. Crumplebottom. And when it's early in the morning, there's nothing that gets me ready for a long day of bean counting, quite like a good breakfast. And there's no better breakfast than a brand new episode of The Breakfast Lads. Take it from me, I'm British, so I must know what I'm talking about. Tune in every Wednesday at 8am for a brand new episode of The Breakfast Lads. Brought to you by Eventide Entertainment. Next 
week we're doing something very special next Wednesday night. It is going to be the Hiles on Fire podcast movement special. Yes, we are dedicating the show to podcasting. Um, podcasting has really exploded in this country and throughout the world. It is the newest art form of this century. And we're going to talk about it. I have two really cool guests that's going to be live in the studio next week. Um, we will have um, Gym City Podcast. Izzy, Mark, and Libby from Gym City Podcast. They will be here next week. I am excited to, I am excited to have them on. Yeah, they got a really cool show that covers life in Dayton, Ohio. And they will be here. And also, I will have Brandon Berry and Tyler Wise. They are from a podcast called Coffee with Idiots. I've been a guest on their show before. And I'll be back on it next month as they do on their set of recordings. Um, Coffee with Idiots, Brandon and Tyler, they will be here. Um, and also, uh, we will have a special roundtable discussion on podcasting and its, and its effect on um, the current scene, the entertainment scene, and um, in general. Like, what is the, 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 we're going to discuss the true value of podcasting and its future. We'll talk about the past, present, and future of podcasting. But not only that, but i got to tell you something else I've been involved with. Um, there's a class going on on Facebook. It is the um, Podcast Movement 28-Day Challenge. It's um, what it is. I've been involved in this class since day one, and it was free of charge for me to do. Um, but what we're doing, um, we're learning how to launch a podcast in 28 days. I am doing this with over 200 people from around the world. A lot of them are from here in this country. We have people in Europe, people in other parts of the world. Um, it's really cool. Um, we're learning from each other. We're learning what we like. We're learning um, software that you can use for podcasting. But several members of this class, they're going to call in to the show. They have the number. They will join us during this live broadcast. I am hoping for a really big audience as um, I, I, I've invited um, every last one of them to um, listen to the show. And several of them will call in. I, I do not know who yet. Um, of course, um, one, of the, one of the big guys that's running um, the 20-day challenge, he's in charge of the um, challenge, is Jared Esley. Um, I am hoping he will call in next week. He's a well-known name in the podcasting community, so I hope to have him on. So that's next Wednesday night, so stay tuned for that. Uh, yes, Jim City Podcast, Coffee with Idiots, and um, members of the um, podcast movement community um, as part of the 28-Day Challenge. And, of course, next Wednesday night will be the last day of the challenge. And another th oh, and I need to mention this. I am working on launching... A podcast pilot. I do not know if I will do this on a regular basis, but it'll be a spinoff. It'll be an inspired spinoff of this show, Ohio is on Fire. And I'll be doing that as part of the challenge, and I'll talk about that next Wednesday night, so stay tuned for that. Um, my final message for the night I do want to get serious because I want to talk about the school shootings that's been affecting our country. There was another one in Florida, um, it happened last week. Um, and so I do want to go ahead and talk about it. I think it's really tragic. It, I really hate it when people who don't deserve to die, die and, it, and they get murdered. It is it's just something that really makes me sad. I know it's heartbreaking. Um, and it makes me sad to hear about it. I've never had, um, I've never had it happen to my family member, anyone that's in my family or anyone that I've really loved near and dear to me. So I do not know from experience the pain of having that happen to someone that I know, but it is upsetting. Like I imagine, I'd be distraught. Um, and anyone that was affected by the Florida the Florida shootings, 
they should, um, they have every right to be upset right now. They have their voices heard. Um, really, this is a time to put aside, when something like that happens, it's a, it's a time to put away the political divide. Because I kind of feel right now, politically and morally, we are divided. Um, and for the most part of this show, we do avoid religion and political subjects. So this is an entertainment show. So I don't really chick you to death with my personal thoughts. It's very rare that I do speak on it. But for the most part, um, I am fun. More often than not, I'm fun. But I do want to talk about... I want to touch on um, school shootings. Because, yes, people... depends on what you believe in. depends on what political fence you're on. What side of the fence you're on politically. You have your thoughts on school shootings in the United States. Um, I'm trying to think... Um, the, the What I want to focus on... Because, yeah, one of the big subjects is um, gun control. Are you against it? Are you for it? Um, I won't focus on that because I do have my thoughts on it. I want to talk about the individuals itself that are involved in these shootings. I want to talk about the, those that are, that are, that are, um, they have severe mental issues, the ones that are causing the shootings. So I want to talk about them. And I want to talk about the ones that are dying and the families that are that are affected by this. I'm going to focus on that. Um, I want to try to find statistics, um, school shootings, because um, I'm not I'm not the greatest at math. I know the first that I heard of the one of the really the really big big event, the really first big shooting that happened in this country that people cared about was Columbine High School back in 1999. That was the thing that caught my attention. It caught everyone's attention. Like, it was unthinkable at the time that this happened. Um, it really broke people's hearts. It was um, sad. Um, really um, really unfortunate. I guess the reason why that was a um, big deal because it had 15 deaths. It was the second largest mass shooting in American history because the biggest one was in 1966. Um, it was the University of Texas Tower shooting where 17... Students and staff were killed. That was the second. That was the largest, and then the second biggest was the Columbine High School massacre. Um, when it involves school shootings, which was and school can be elementary, community colleges, um, anything that involves education, there have been. I'm counting up right now. There have been one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. 21, 22, 23, 24, 25. There have been a total of 25 school shootings in this country's history. And since 1999, there's been 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. So there have been 13. Since 1999, half of the school shootings, mass shootings in our history have happened since 99, which has only been 19 years ago. In less than two decades, Half of our mass shootings at schools have happened. and That's a short period of time. Um, so it is somewhat of an academic because innocent students are dying. And what's causing these people to make the decision to go into schools and shoot people? Why are they doing this? Um, mental health. Yes, number one cause is severely bad mental health. Because you think of the bad people in history. Think of like Charles Manson, Adolf Hitler... Um, anyone that you can think of that, did, that murdered someone, that did something awful, it, it's a correlation. They just had really bad mental health. They had poor, poor anger. Um, they were 
Also, not to try to sound too sympathetic, they were hurting. Because a lot of these guys, they are in some type of emotional pain. However, killing someone's not an excuse. Doing what they did was not an excuse. There's really two choices you can make. If you're in such emotional pain that you just can't even breathe, there's kind of two choices. One, you can get help and realize that there's a better way of living that and then and, and to take care of your own life, not hurt anyone else. Because then the other choice is to turn evil, to turn to the dark side, and decide that you know what, someone else is the problem. Because usually that choice, people have decided that someone else is the cause of their blame, and that's why they go shooting people. Um, they've decided that it's not their fault, it's someone else, or it's some great entity that's caused them to be in pain, and they want to do something about it. So they go, get, they go get a gun or a knife, any weapon they can get a hold of, and they, get, they attack accordingly. And um, that's, that's, that is sad, it's disgusting, it's really um, unfortunate, it is wrong. And um, I want to reach out to those that are in a lot of pain right now, because you, really you don't really see these coming most of the time. I, I guess we could teach ourselves to see the warning signs. Um... Because um, they are hard to find. I, I've been told that it's not. It's really hard to kind of find the warning signs. Because you can't, because people with mental health issues, that does kind of give them a bad stereotype. Just because you have a mental health issue doesn't make you um, likely to kill someone. That, does, that gives them a bad label. Like, say, um, a guy has, um, someone has Alzheimer's or someone has Down syndrome. That does not that does not automatically mean that they're going to kill someone, and so don't. So I urge you, anyone listening at home, do not go to your neighbor. Don't be a troll on the internet and say, "Hey, you got a mental health problem? Oh, you're going to kill someone." Please don't be an idiot about this. Um, anyone that's smart that, that cares knows the difference. Those I kind of think there are some warning signs with those that, that wish to kill. Um, they blame um, the warning signs are that that they get that they are sick all the time, but they're also very angry. Like they are they're angry at not them they're angry at someone else. Like they blame another country, they blame um, an ex girlfriend for their problems. They constantly talk of revenge. Some people do speak of revenge. They say, "Oh, I'm gonna get a gun and kill that person." Bloody bloody bloody. Um, they're gonna kill their whole family. People do speak of it, and most of the, most of the time people blow it off, because I think some people, there are those, they'll say it out of anger, but then they don't act on it. They just let it alone, and then people just ignore it. Then there are those that are very serious. They do eventually act on it. They threaten to bomb their local school. They say and then people think it's a joke. And then when it happens, like, hey, I could have done something to stop this. And... You know what, I just, I hate to see people suffer like that. I hate to see innocent people die that don't deserve to die. No kid, no student deserves to die. And I'm, I am very fortunate that that's never happened to me in the time that I went to Cox School, or when I went to high school, or I, when I've been to Sinclair or Wright State. That it's never happened to me or to that community, to that such a high degree of hatred and violence. I hope it never does. I really hope it never happens to your kid. Or your neighbor's kid. Um, uh, I really think the important step I think most people would would agree with is the warning signs.
we need to act on warning signs. Like you know, if you know someone that has said something violence, they have threatened violence um, to groups of people. They threaten to kill, even if they're. Um, and trust me, if they're angry, and they're angry. Like they're not joking. They are. They're angry. They want. They're threatening to hurt people. Do something about it. Um, reported to um, an ethics counselor. Um, report it to a parent. Re report it to anyone that will listen to you, and they will give you good advice. And if it's severe enough, like if you, you feel like it, the action is intimate, is is intimate, call the cops. Call the cops. Say hey, they threatened to do this. Nipping in the bud right now, because then that stops it. Because if you can kill the plant, if you can kill the seed, there will never be a plant. And that's really my opinion. Let's stop it before it happens. From a bird watching nurse to a line dancing firefighter, nobody's just one thing. That's why Polar Pop and Froster aren't either. Choose from all kinds of flavors and make your mix. Polar Pop and Froster, just 79 cents each at Circle K. Limited time only at participating locations. Five hour tea with caffeine from green tea leaves. It's delicious, energizing, and comes in three amazing flavors. With zero sugar and four calories, it fits your life. With its compact size and portability, it goes where you go to the campsite, the hiking trail, the beach without weighing you down. Five hour tea, caffeine from green tea leaves. Release your natural side from the makers of Five Hour Energy. For more information, visit fivehourenergy.com. Try Five Hour Tea today. Look for Five Hour Tea at your local Circle K store. 